Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all nations and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgenby. So the theme for our redemption celebration is I'm not just saved but redeemed. I'm not just what? Saved but redeemed. I'm not just saved but redeemed. So it's like for example like I demonstrated yesterday two people are fighting. Two people are fighting and then I come in and I rescue one. Or the, I rescue the underdog. Okay? Because And as I saved you, pattern to Okay, fine. Now you are free. Go. You are free to go. This one to go. I have saved you because if I not saved you, one day, that's the last fight I fought before I got born again. I used to like fighting a lot. I remember we fought on a bridge until we rode from the bridge and fell in the river. Because I I don't accept that you beat me. I want to beat you. And you're a Chinese female, you're a Chinese Ghana Chinese. Yeah, So when you are fighting, you are thinking about the last movie. Yeah, me and Pata na kongo wohaga. When I was a movie, na no muati. I mean, it was terrible. And once we fell in the river, I pushed the guy under the river because I can swim. He can't swim. So I pushed him, I pressed him under the river and he was dying. And the policeman used a certain stick to hit me from the back. And I, I got up. Before they got me, because uh, they were beating me, they were three. So I concentrated on one and I managed to fall from the bridge with one down there. So by the time the two arrived, I finished this one, then I have time for the rest. And the policeman came to rescue that was salvation. What do you think? <laughs> I said that was what? Salvation. Beloved, you have to understand what it means to be saved and what it means to be redeemed. Hallelujah. Until this reality are clear to you, I'm telling you the truth. You're, you can never enjoy your Christian life and you will never have that authority over anything you will still feel enslaved. Hallelujah. I am telling you the truth. That Christianity is not just coming together and singing. In fact, as much as God loves nice voices, he loves sincere hearts. 
better than that nice voices. So when you come to church and you sing, like the rose, like the rose, and me, my own, like the rose, trumpet or the ground. It's not nice, but my heart is sincere. He loves that one. He loves that one. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? He loves that one. There are certain things you have to understand about God. Otherwise, you will, you will, you will be intimidated by many, 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 many things. Hallelujah. Yes, because if it's talking about nice voices, there are more nicer voices in, in heaven by the angels. Angels can sing, I mean, nicer, nicer. The Bible was talking, even Lucifer can sing more than you. You, All your two know, Lucifer can sing, he can sing more than you. I forgot it. The Bible says that all forms of instruments were found in him. That means that Lucifer can be singing like the rose, and all of a sudden, you hear that his voice has become like a saxophone. And you, you, can you sing like something? You don't have anything. You are a child person. And we have been graced with something small. You should do it, the thing from which one? From your heart. God wants the heart to work. Hallelujah. One day Jesus addressed that issue. I'm sure he was having a problem with his squad. Jesus was having a problem with his squad. Do you know what he said? Say, all of you have been singing with your heart. Your heart is far from me. You have been standing on the stage singing, singing, singing. Your real heart to do the thing is far. He told them, is it, oh, it's the Bible. I can't I can show you. Oh, I think I'm lying. No. Uh, I'm not personal, no personal attacks. Even if it's a personal attack, then it means that you're also a victim. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Because many times people have, you see, when you're in a church, eh, talented people are always giving you trouble. I'm telling you the truth. People who are talented, Bishop Dark said this thing many years ago and I learned a lesson from it. He said that people that cause trouble in the church are talented people. He said, watch out for them. They will delay you they will waste your time. They will always hurt you. They will let you feel bad before you climb the pulpit. They will disturb you. They will do this. Because of talent. It was a talented man who was disturbing God in heaven. Have you forgotten? His name was Lucifer. Ah. That is why anytime you are talented, eh, the next you have to pray for is humility. Pray. Let the mantle of humility be upon you. Otherwise, you will be the trouble. You will be the bone of contention. Why do you think, why do you think, uh, 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 what was the name of the, 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 the SS or uh, something? The wife of uh, Esther's husband, what was the name? The king, the king who married Esther. Vasti. Look at Vasti. Because she was beautiful, she was a trouble in the palace. Because Vasti was beautiful, she was a trouble. So when David realized that he had killed Goliath and women started giving him fans, do you know what he did? He ran out of town. He didn't want fans. Because if he takes the fans, by the time he realized, he has become something. Because these are the things that destroy great people. Many great people are destroyed because of these things. It's a simple, simple trap that Satan has been using every day to bring down great people, but they are not seeing it. They are not seeing it. Amen. You are not seeing the moment you obey. We need DVGA Moses. They bend, they bend. Award back up here. No, they say I see your child. Your friend now ten thousand Ghana cedis. One day, my father in the Lord asked one musician. He said, "You are charging. You came for a program. I have prayed for one hour. You have come to sing for twenty minutes. You are taking how much? You say you want what six thousand or what, whatever. He said, I preach one hour. How much will you pay me? Uh, today I'm on you." You are lucky today's redemption. <laughs> you 
You are redeemed. <laughs> you are redeemed. <laughs> no, but so that's why you think about all these things. It's Samuel. It's Samuel. It's nice. You see, the reason why it, it, it makes it, if, we, if like, let's die right now. If you like, do you like? <laughs> if you like, let's die right now and see who will carry keyboard along. Who will carry whatever. The word, the, the, the heart with which we did what we did is what we will carry along. The heart, we did what we did. It's what we carry along. Amen. If I tell you what I've gone through while I'm standing here, doing what I'm doing, you will be surprised that this man, ah, is everything fine. Is everything fine. Sometimes, one day I was preaching, I told Eben, I said, Charlie, keep eye on me. Because I was not stable. I had to tell doctors, Charlie, keep eye on me. Or be, 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 uh, I, because it must be done. Jesus died for the gospel. Well, we don't know that one. So you have to understand that, you see, there's a difference between being redeemed and being saved. Okay? It's not the same. It's not the same. It looks like the same, but it's not the same. Just that uh, in their Christian life, one leads to one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One leads to one. You need to understand this, this, this week, you are going to understand many things. You are going to understand what it means to be born again, what it means to be redeemed, salvation, what it means to be justified, what it means to be what glorified, sanctified, uh, whatever. Which, what, whatever I want to know. I'm going to take my time to address all these things. Say so the, yeah, the foundation of your Christian faith will be solid. Yeah. Hallelujah. Romans 3, the verse number 23 to 24. Very popular scripture. Everybody knows. Everybody, every child, every child. If you are here, you don't know that one. That means that you must, you must go to new convert class. You must go to new convert class. He said, for all have what? Sinned. And the sin is with what? Past tense. Can you imagine? The sin is in past tense. For all have sinned. And some of you don't even know what you have done. But say you have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I'm not ready to explain this scripture because if I'm supposed to explain this scripture, it's enough to take the whole night falling short of the glory of God. Falling short of the glory of God. I don't want to even touch it so that we don't go into that. But the verse number 24 says something. He said, being justified freely by his grace through what? The redemption that is in who? Christ Jesus. We have been justified freely. We have been justified so that word justification would need to be understood. Isn't it? That word justification, it would need to be understood. When we say somebody is justified, being justified freely by his grace. redemption out of what we, we are not, we are not, you're not small. Mighty people are here. And I want you to understand this thing. And you will be very bold in your Christian life forever. You will be able to address and address anybody who questions your faith. Being justified freely, freely, without paying anything. That means that there are certain justification. Eh? I have been, me, I have been to court with somebody that I know. Me now, I knew that my case, the case I had to win. You understand it? Before I realized, I have lost. I couldn't understand. When we looked inside the, the matter, we realized that Charlie, something has gone on somewhere. But this one, he said that we are justified freely. No, no, he's serious. Me now, I know that this case, you know, be me, we take, take him go. If you take the case, go. I know it's a matter. 
Where you take the case go no? Your case no sweet. Court also there. Oko court. Mami katem chuo. Oko court wa. Enye wa se mo ede na maudi bimo. Enye wa se mo ede kure. Enye maudi bim. Enye ma bibri woho. That means it means that court to cry. At ten ten enye day. Anyho. Anani me nyadi. Because nipa ne bua ten. Nyaku pongo ne beti me bua ten ten ne. Because nipa no bua ten. Nangasa na watu nangasa. Nini ya na oni ni dia sem. Anani msa. Nini ana nini dia sem no. Ya me chotu ma se wo mo pon wa wo mutimi kwot na ba bi re nsan re bi e. E bom. Na de chia wo no wa betra so no be dia sem obi dia ma o. Da bi yen ko desa. But the Bible says that as for us we have been justified what? Freely. No charges. No charges. He didn't charge us anything. By what? His grace through redemption that is in what? Christ Jesus. So this redemption is not in any other person, but in what? Christ Jesus. When we say redemption, what do we mean by redemption? Let's understand these things so that you will be happy. What is redemption? Number one is to be delivered from harm or evil. When we say somebody is redeemed, it means that the person has been delivered from what? From harm or evil. Like Psalm 34, the verse number 22. Psalm 34, the verse number 22 he said that the Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants. The Lord redeemeth what? The soul of his servants. And none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. If I were you, I would shout amen. None of them that trust in him shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants. You shall understand it. So redemption means to, to be delivered from harm or from what? From evil. Number two, redemption means to to buy back something that was previously sold. To buy back something that was previously what? Sold. I want to redeem it. I want to redeem it. For example, <laughs> for example, I, 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 sell, I, sell, I sell my phone, or better still, let, let me put it this way, Okay, let me see. I, I, I sell my phone because I was in need. I needed some amount of money, okay? And I come to you, I say, please, please take my phone. Can you give me 1,000 so that uh, when, when, I, when, I, when I want to use it, uh, you, you give me 1,000, give me the 1,000. And then I realize that there are many important information on the phone I need. And I said, please, I need a phone back. He said, oh, I'm not going to sell the phone to you. I said, please, I want to bring 1,000. He said, no, I'm not selling a 1,000. I'm going to sell it to you at what? 1200 or 2000 oh really i'll do everything okay don't worry i pay the 2000 and i take back the phone what i have done is that i have redeemed the phone i've redeemed so redemption is to buy back what was previously what sold what was previously sold? something was previously sold and you are supposed to buy it back i want you to understand these things I want to take my time so that you don't get confused. Hallelujah. The other, the other definition that I would also say is redemption is to release from bondage. To be released from what? From bondage. To be released from bondage. Wow. Say, Charlie, the guy has been redeemed. Charlie, the guy has been redeemed. He has been redeemed. He has been redeemed to be released 
from bondage. Number one is what? Deliver from harm or evil. Number two is to buy back something that was previously sold. And that is more important to me, that definition. Number three, release from what? Bondage. Why do we need redemption? That's a question you have to ask. Why redemption? Romans 5 verse number 12. Romans 5 verse number 12. It says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. We have already read that all men have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Sometimes when we talk about some of these things, it's not nice, but today it will be nice for you. When I'm reading, I used, when I got born again and I'm reading some of these things, me, I don't understand them. I don't understand them. How many of you understand it when you're reading the salvation, the Lord Jesus, and he died for me? And that, let's be frank, and he died for me. How many of you enjoy it? You don't understand it. You don't enjoy it. Because you don't understand it. You don't, you don't understand what it is. The Bible says, for all have sinned, and we have fallen short of the glory. Do you know one time in the Bible, the Bible said that, there was, a, there, was a, there was an executive meeting in heaven where the Lord, I mean, God decided that we create man in our image and our likeness. We create man to be like us. We create man in our image and our what? And our likeness. And man was created. And not just that, man was also placed. Man was also placed. God was in charge of the heavens and the earth. And he gave the earth for man to rule and reign. So, he gave dominion to man. But man sold out the dominion. Man sold out the dominion. Hallelujah. Now, perfectly, let me use this as an example so that you will understand. Not too long, about three years ago, we were here and we heard that something is called COVID-19. It has started from China. And it started with one person B. And it, before we realized, the whole world, everybody was under the influence of COVID-19. True or false? This is the same thing that happened in the Garden of Eden. That some man did something that before we could say, Jack, it affected the whole human race. Whole human race. To the point that now we need a solution. We need a solution that will reverse this whole COVID-19 thing. I don't know whether it is Russia or Ukraine because all of a sudden we don't hear about it again. Maybe Russia or Ukraine just brought about these things. But that is just, an, by the way, hallelujah. So you realize that what happened, we have to now find out, okay, what was the problem? Who caused it? Okay, it started from here. And what happened? Because it started from here, it affected this. And it affected this one. And as long as this one is breathing the air some, it affected this. And blah, 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 blah. And before we realize over 3 million people died out of COVID-19. Just like that. They say, they say, I'm not the one saying, they say. Plenty of people were dying just like that. Health people, can it be confirmed? It can be confirmed. Yeah. Plenty of people died. Plenty. We can only say plenty of people died. Why? Because one person, COVID-19, it affected everybody. So if COVID-19 can affect everybody, can, can have the power to travel and affect, even if you are in Ghana, you have not gone, we have not gone to China before, but China came to Ghana. You have not been there before. COVID-19 came here with Avisa. We were here, we, it, it arrived here. 
If we want to go, they say visa. But while we are here, COVID-19 was here, nobody collected everything visa. And it affected everyone. It affected everyone. The same thing happened in the Garden of Eden that something transpired which shouldn't have. And because of what transpired, it affected the whole human race. Why? If it can be said concerning Abraham that whilst Abraham was paying tithe, he was paying tithe for his sons that were in his loins, how much more Adam? What Adam did, he did it and it affected the whole human race because Adam was the seed of the human race. That is why you and I, the Bible boldly could say that for all have seen and fallen short of the glory. That is why the Bible says it was by one man's sin entered the world. It was by one man. The dominion that God gave humanity, the dominion that God gave man was taken away, was sold. Was sold. Hallelujah. We gave it out. Satan was in charge at this time. Thank you. Hmm. Adam is the cause of all the effect of humanity, I mean human problems, after the fall and brought the whole of, of nature under bondage and under a curse. All that happened, Adam caused it. Can I tell you something? The seed of humanity was not in Eve. It was in Adam. No woman carries a seed. In him, I mean herself. Every woman receives a seed. Okay? So, if no matter how corrupted Eve was, no matter how corrupted Eve was, if Adam had not been corrupted, humanity would have been corrupted. Because the real seed was with Adam, not with Eve. It was in Adam's loins. It was in Adam's loins. So for Adam to be corrupted, everyone was corrupted. Everyone has sinned. The sin that they sinned, everyone has done what? Has sinned. In the sin of Adam, in the sin of Adam, there was an introduction of death. I said there was an introduction of what? Death. One thing you have to understand is that Adam's activity, the sin he committed, brought a fall and then brought us into bondage and under a curse. And I'm going to explain all this. I'm going to take my time explain all this. It brought us into bondage and brought us under a what? A curse. Follow this thing very careful. This same sin is what introduced death. Without sin, there can never be death. And when we talk about death, I'm not talking about you lying motionless. We are talking about separation from God. Separation from source. The source of every human being is God. The source of every human being is God. So for there to be separation means that man is dead. Hallelujah. So that act 
brought death. Eternal separation. Eternal separation. God had nothing to do with us. There was, there was nothing about God with us. Now, as we are here right now, we all have relatives who are dead. And we have nothing to do with them any longer. We have nothing to do with them any longer. Even if they are alive in another world, they are alive there by themselves. But between them and us, we have nothing to do with them any longer. Oh, but Pastor, me have been dreaming and been seeing them. That is your trouble. If you see them, it means a lot of things. That is your trouble. But I have not come there yet. If you see them, I'm, I'm sure they see you too. <laughs> Amen. So there was nothing between us and God. It had God. Can you imagine? For God to sit down and take a decision. I want to make money my own image and likeness. Apportion my rulership. Position man in a place so high. Man was so high than even angels. Place us at a place where God could leave his throne and just come down and come have fellowship, laugh, talk, chat with us, take decisions with us. He plays in us. God, listen, he plays in us, man of God, the capacity to transform this earth to look as heaven. That was how God designed us to be. That this earth must be like heaven. So when Jesus came and he was teaching us how to pray, he said, our father which is in heaven, he said, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. They said, thy will be done. We should pray always that the will of God be done as it is where in heaven. Why? Because the capacity to reproduce heavenly on earth was with us. He designed us in this image and in his word likeness so we like what he liked and we look as he looked there are rivers in heaven are you are you aware there's a river in heaven and there are there were rivers in the garden there are goals in heaven there are goals in the garden this is how he made us this is how you made us. We were high ranked. Beloved, we were high ranked. We were a type of God. Didn't you read it in the book of Psalm 82? He said, ye are gods, but ye know not, and you die as mere men. You are not an ordinary person. But how did you get to where you are? Because sin has passed over all men. Sin passed over all men. Through Adam, by reason of of the acts of disobedience on the part of Adam. We all ended up as sinners. We all ended up as sinners. And we were brought lower. Lower than the standard he intended. Because the, the authority and the dominion had been handed over. So we don't have dominion any longer. No. No. When he created us, do you know what he did, man of God? He gave us dominion over everything except himself. If you want to know how it is, look at how Joseph felt in the house of Potiphar. And then how Joseph felt in the palace. 
He said, apart from my throne, your order is what everybody would listen to. So that was how humanity was. We could give instruction like God, but we are not God himself. We are a kind of God, but we are not him. That is why, you see, it's, it's, it's arrogance and it is lack of knowledge for you to think that you must be worshipped as God. No. We are, we are Elohims. Do you understand Elohim? Elohim means lesser gods. <laughs> Elohim means lesser gods. Let me push a little deeper today, tonight, okay? And bring you to a certain knowledge. Because you can't continue thinking the way you are thinking and living the way you are living. Because the life you are living does not reflect what truly transpired. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. So powerful. He gave an instruction. He said, I have given you dominion. He said, have dominion. Have what? Dominion. He said, replenish the earth. Be fruitful. Multiply. Have dominion. Have dominion. We're supposed to have dominion over nature, over the physical realm, and even over the spirit realm. Can you imagine? We had dominion even over the spirit realm. Even over the spirit realm, we had dominion. We had dominion. That is why Satan needed us to permit him before he could affect humanity. He said, who is man that you are so mindful of? Had dominion. A snake would not see you and would be interested in biting you. How dare a lion see you and try to scare you? What do you mean? This is what we are talking about. We were living in a season where you could, I mean, Adam could play with the lions and, and you could, I mean, what, what is wild animal? There was dominion. You see, these things that we find in lions and crocodiles, they are the depiction of the wickedness of Satan impacted into nature. That is why the Bible says that creation is waiting for what? The redemption. When we mature, creation is waiting for redemption. That's why the Bible says there shall be a new heaven. He said, the lamb shall lie with the what? With the lion. This is how he intended it. There was nothing like fear. What are you afraid of? You are in charge. In fact, you were very, you were, you were an object of love. Love exudes from you. So if in, uh, uh, lions see you and they love to come around you, they don't even run. Even lions don't run. Now, when you lose the dominion, you see them and you are running. You see them and you are running. You have dominion over demons and powers of darkness. You have dominion over demons and powers of darkness. You have dominion over Satan. I'm telling you, anything that served God, served you. Anybody that served God served you. He said, Know ye not that angels are ministering angels of the Lord who serve 
those who have been redeemed. So how did we lose it? We have become the church. The church, the body of Christ looks like a laughing stock. Beloved, let me tell you something. The most powerful force on earth today is the church. Listen to me. What your cheating stepmother may never want you to know is the will your father left for you in your name. If you get to know, she's in trouble. And that is why the power of Satan is ignorance. He said for lack of knowledge, that is why my people perish. For lack of knowledge, if I can know who I am, the enemy is in trouble. The enemy is in trouble. Do you know what has happened when we talk about redemption? You have been delivered. Say I'm delivered. Oh, come on. Say it like you really mean it. I'm delivered from harm and from evil. I've been bought back. So, when I, when I talk about you being bought back, what do I mean? Like, what do I mean? Let's look at it this way. Let's look at it this way. Um, I want a loan. Like, I want a loan. Okay. And I go to the bank. I go to the bank and I say, I want a loan. And they said, yeah, we are ready to give you a loan. You see, I don't encourage people, I don't encourage my church members to be going for loan. You only go for loan. If you, are, if you are going for a loan from a bank, listen to me. If you are going for a loan for a bank, don't let it be you going for the loan. Let your business be going for that loan. And let the business be the, 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 the entity that will pay that loan. Do you understand? The scripture says that the lender is a slave to the word. I mean, it's a master to the borrower. So the borrower is a slave to the lender. So principally, you, are, you, have, you have become a slave when you go chase, go chase after loans here and there and those things. You can't sleep. You get out attack. You get out attack. But if you come and you say, well, Big Dot, Big Dot needs a loan. Okay, fine, Big Dot. Catch Big Dot. Big Dot is working. Big Dot's business is to work for money. Okay? So it works for money. It gets money. It brings money. It brings it back to you. It's paying off. But I don't use you, your name, your family name, and you to go for a loan and go and then harass your family and put your family in trouble and all those things. So, for example, you went for a loan. I have a friend that had that situation. You went for a loan, and then the people, the, the institution told you that um, you, you, need, you need a collateral. You need a collateral. So, probably you are looking for a hundred thousand Ghana city, and you have a house that is worth hundred and fifty thousand Ghana city. So you say, well, I have a house that is worth 150,000 Ghana cities. And then you gave the, the, the documents and everything to the bank. Now listen to it. This will let you understand what redemption clearly means. You gave everything to the bank. And then they gave you time to pay off. And the time came up, you were not able to pay. And the interest was increasing. And then it has to come to a point that, well, if you can't pay off, we are supposed to sell off the collateral to pay off the loan you came for. 
Do you understand it? To pay off the loan you came for. And that becomes a challenge. Though you are the first person they will give you the option to buy the property. But if you have the money to buy the property, why are you not paying it? So you'll be there and you, they will throw a bid and you realize that somebody will come up. Okay, okay, fine. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to pay. And usually they don't, they, don't, they don't sell it that 150 you think. Sometimes they can even sell it like 80,000. And you still owe them 20,000 to, to add on, on top. They'll tell you it has devalue. It has, they'll tell you plenty things. Are you, are you understanding what I'm trying to say? I want you to follow something very serious here. So, as, just as they are about to sell off your house, where the only thing you have, where you and your family, your wife, the only thing that you have, your children, you are staying, they are about to throw you out. And if you have never seen some before, eh, me, I've seen some before. Ask Pastor Paul, they'll tell you how one Sunday he got home and his things were thrown out of his house. They threw, and the, some new, they don't, he doesn't know the people anyway. The people are like, we, we have bought a house. We have bought a house. You have bought the house how? Like, you have bought a house how? He said, oh, yeah, you're tall bank. Just like, and they threw all your things out. He was fighting them. He called me. I said, don't fight them. We don't fight people like that. Leave them. They are doing legal things. Leave them. Leave them. So, just as they are about to sell off, a man comes up and says, I want to buy the house. And then he bought the house, paid for the amount the bank is selling the house at. The price of the house is actually, the value of the house is actually 150,000 Ghana CD. The bank is auctioning it at what? Maybe 80,000 or 100,000 Ghana CD. But the man paid for the 100,000 and gave you 20,000 in addition to, for your upkeep to make sure you put a place in order. So he bought the house, but never kept the house and still gave it back to you. We call it redemption. He redeemed the property for you. He redeemed the property for you. And there is no way a property can be redeemed lesser than the price. That is something you must also understand. Christians must understand what redemption truly means. You must understand what redemption truly means. If you know what redemption, if you know what redemption is, when they boosted them, you will do something for the Lord. You will live and use it and do something. But because we don't understand, do you know how you say thank you to that man that did that for you? If you understand redemption, your worship life will change. If you understand redemption, your praise life will change. If truly you will understand redemption, your prayer life will change. If you understand redemption, you will evangelize. You will tell everybody, he has paid it. He has paid it. You will be bold in this life. You will be bold. So, for what Adam did, we were found under a curse. We were found under evil. Is that not it? Let me just get back to my document and just be consistent so that I don't. I'm, I've already been taking some time. We were found, we're, we're found under harm, evil. 
We came under a curse. Adam brought us under a curse and a bondage. And because of sin, death had control over us. Death, our relationship with God. Beloved, God is not somebody somewhere we are supposed to imagine him. No. I was in my office. But I knew my wife was close to me. Though she was in her office. I knew she was there. I was so conscious about her. I was conscious. But death separated. We were separated from him. Because of what Adam did. You don't know. You don't know. What did I do? I mean, I was just there. And God gave birth to me. I mean, my mother gave birth to me. I have never seen before. Hey, listen to me. Yes, you have never sinned before. But you, were, you sinned before arriving. You were birthed. But David said that it is in sin did my mother conceive. In sin did my mother conceive me. How much more in birth? In conception, it was sin. What about you being birthed? Am I saying something very important? Because we fell, demons, witches, wizards, principalities, powers had dominion over us from that day forward. They had dominion. So a demon could speak to Cain and tell Cain, kill your brother Abel. And it has to happen. Had dominion. Because we lost it. We lost it. We lost it, my brother, my sister. We lost it. This is what happened. This is what happened. That is why a witch can do anything to you if you are not born again. He, he can do anything. You can be crushed. Experiment. 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 Because you was cool, see a experiment here. We are near the Yinama Makutunia, you know. While your best science student in the amount, no wedding. Yadia Miss Asago, not your mamma, never did. And Utina did the Miss Science Pa. Experiment, no, a good to your tiny baby, Yakofania teacher. Or Bronsam experiment to be a person, yeah, or person to listen to you more than to a person book a bit than Gwesi. Person book a bit than Gwesi. He has so much dominion over you that he can waste your life anyhow. Because you are not redeemed. He has the dominion with him. Because you are not redeemed. Hebrews 2, the verse number 15. Can you imagine that even mosquitoes, mosquitoes started having dominion over us? They can determine whether we should be well or not. But it wasn't like that. James had dominion over us. It wasn't, no, it wasn't like Jesus said in the beginning, it was not so. 
It wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. Didn't you read it in the Bible? He says that, and he said, if you, he said, those that shall believe in me, in my name, they shall do what? They shall cast out. He said, they will drink deadly poison. They will drink deadly poison. They will walk upon what? Snakes and scorpions. Sometimes when we talk about some of these things, it looks very far from us. And we try to see it as a myth or something or whatever. Pastor Elvis uh, Alpha prayer line. Somebody died 35 minutes ago and came back alive. A little boy. It's possible. It's a life. It's a dimension. It's a dimension. Let's look at the scripture. And deliver them who through fear of what? Where all their lifetime subject to what? So because of what Adam did, all our lifetime we were subject, we became subject to bondage. We became subject to bondage. He said, and deliver them who through fear of death, because of death, fear of death, we became subject to bondage. I'm talking about redemption. I'm talking about redemption. For those of you online, I'm talking about redemption. We sing about it. We talk about it. We read about it. But we don't understand it. What does it mean to be redeemed? I'm trying to let you know where it all began from. So that you will now appreciate what has truly happened. Hmm. Now it is for this reason we were to be bought back because we were sold by one man. For all this reason, number one, being affected and being brought under bondage and under curse. And the whole nature, we being subject, being subject to nature, becoming subjects of nature. Do you know that at the end of the, at the, end of the age, the sea will give up the dead. Even the sea cannot keep the dead. Are you aware? (laughs) At the end of the ages, if you fall in river and you die, Bremu and you die, at the end of the ages, Bremu will bring out your body. That's where he died. Come up, please. I don't want you again. I can't keep you. We had dominion over these things, beloved. We had dominion. Jesus came and walked upon the sea. Didn't you see it? He had dominion. He had dominion. We had dominion over these things. Hey, the things we call miracle, they are our lifestyle. If you are, they are our lifestyle. We call it miracle. They are our lifestyle. It's a life that was made for us. But today, it happens occasionally. We say, ah, God has given me, a, given me a miracle. No, it's our order of life. It's our order of life. It's my order of life that when I lay my hands on you, you should be healed. 
It's an order of life that when I begin to feel unrighteous, I mean inappropriate in my body, it should go because I must confess that by his stripes I'm healed. It's, it's my order of life. It's my order of life. Is somebody's faith lifting? This is church. You should be leaving this place as a new man. Not as the same person you entered. Because of all this is, because we were brought under dominion of demons, witches, wizards, and spirits, and whatever nature, and because we have been made subject to bondage, and then uh, instead of we having dominion, we have been dominated by evil spirit, and death and sin is having control. Now, it is for this reason we were to, supposed to be brought back. Because okay. and we, 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 are, we are supposed to sell it out. Ask Pastor Paul, when they sold, can you go back to that house again? He can go to the house again. They, I'm sure maybe many times you have been passing in front of your house and you can see they say they are sorry. They are sorry. How many bedrooms? Five bedrooms. And that with four big plots. Just like that. When you be a redeemer, nobody was there to redeem. But you, you had somebody to redeem you. I say you had somebody to redeem you. Your life was bound for destruction. Your life was bound for bondage. Your life was bound for death. Your life was bound for sickness. Your life was bound for diseases. Your life was bound for poverty. Your life was bound for eternal damnation. But somebody came up. Somebody came up. Somebody came up and said, I will pray for it. I will pray for it. And he paid for it and never kept it but gave it back to you. Gave it back to you. He gave it back to you. Now, if you have this understanding and we tell you, lift your hands and just worship him, why would you do it? Why would you do it? Why would you do it? When we say we are praising that Jehovah can do overdue, why would you praise him? Why would you? The church lacks this understanding. We call it culture when it is worship time. We call it culture when it is praise time. But we have forgotten that it must be done with understanding. We must understand what we have been called to do. You came from heaven to earth to show. Then you understand what you are singing. From the earth to the cross, my death. You pain and from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the star, Lord, I lift your name. You will forever be grateful to such a man. You will eternally be grateful to such a man. Why wouldn't you love him? Your love for him will increase. Your love for him will increase. Now, listen, scripturally, take a seat. Let me push this one. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Scripturally, or in those days, 
if somebody is taken captive, okay, if somebody is bought, man of God, hear me very careful. If somebody is bought, like the way Joseph was bought <laughs> by Potiphar, if somebody is bought or is taken captive, is taken dominion, there are only two people who can redeem such a person. There are only two people. Number one, the person himself. I was so ultimate I was so ultimate I was so ultimate The person himself, by his own personal effort, he should be able to, by your own personal what effort, you should be able to deliver yourself from that bondage. And from that dominion. Or. A relative. A very close relative. That shares blood line with you. Must. Come and say. I want to pay for. Because you must be brought back. Not into another bondage. You are being redeemed from the bondage back into the family where you were taken from. So it is either you save yourself and go back to the home you came from or somebody from the family comes and say, I want him back to the family. These were the only two ways. And God granted us the two. Number one, he gave us the ability to save ourselves by the introduction of the law. And we did everything. Man did everything. Hallelujah. Man did everything. Man was given the opportunity to, by God to redeem himself by trying through the law. Look at, look at Romans 7 verse 21 to 24. But the more man did that, the more wretched man became. The more wretched. We look more wretched. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. Romans 7, the verse number 21. We are reading 24. He said, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. This is the man under bondage. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. Then he said, Oh wretched man that I am who shall deliver me from the body of this death. So our effort deliver ourselves brings us to the place of wretchedness we look frustrated incapable we look worse when we say no today it's not going to happen man of god it happens seven times even then we have not said it we can't save ourselves 
He made a provision. If only you can obey the law. If only you can obey the You must fulfill this. The law was too high. It was a schoolmaster. We couldn't. We made effort. We tried. It couldn't work. It couldn't work. It couldn't work. So it's not like man didn't make any effort. Man made an effort. Hello? Man made an effort. But the more we do, the more wretched we become. The more worse. The more people tell you, when I'm speaking Christian, watch that. And even you yourself, you end up condemning yourself. You see that you can't handle this. You know you can't do this. You know this one is beyond you. You know this one is beyond you. But something happened. Glory. Something happened. Something happened. I said there are two. There are two. There must be a relative from your family line that bears your bloodline that must come and say, I want to pay off I want to pay off all that this guy owes. And then I want to redeem him. I'm not buying him back. Hey. <laughs> I'm redeeming him. It looks like he bought us back. But he bought us to redeem us. He paid for our debt to redeem us. That's what you must know. And that is what the Bible calls him the kinsman redeemer. Who is a kinsman redeemer? A relative that has the capacity to redeem you. The only kinsman redeemer in the Bible was mentioned in the book of Ruth. Kinsman redeemer. So Jesus Christ now had to come. He's God. It was God himself. He has to come. As the Christ. And he can't just walk in and say, I've come. I'm coming to redeem. Because the rule, and you see, he's just, he respects the laws. And, and I mean, God is so just that he cannot bypass, I mean, he cannot live, I mean, unjustly. That's something he must know. So you know what? He cannot come in as God and tell the devil, hey, Give me the dominion. Give it back to me. No, that is injustice. And that would have failed. He would have failed as God. If he had done that, he would have failed as God. So what, what, what was expected of him? He decided to take upon himself human nature. Because what was corrupted was the human nature. So he took upon himself human nature was conceived by the Virgin Mary was born under Pontius Pilate he walked on this earth lived the life we are supposed to live beloved faced what must be faced and paid the price went to the devil and told him I'm buying back human nature or I'm buying back humanity 
And what was the price? What was the price? The price must never be less than the collateral. The price must never be less than the collateral. So what was the collateral? The dominion. Your life and the dominion and everything you had was given to Satan. So do you know what he did? He gave his life. He gave his life. Do you know when he did it? The Bible says that the life of the flesh is in the blood. So when they striked him on the cross and the blood oozed out, the life was shed. And the life was shed. It paid for what you were owing. And now your life was redeemed. We call him the kinsman redeemer. We call him the kinsman redeemer. Beloved, this is what he did for you. This is what he did for you and I. If I were you, I would lift my hands on my feet and tell him thank you. Because how were you going to? How were you going to pay for this? How were you going to pay for this? What was the value of your life? He paid it. He paid it. He paid it. He didn't just set you free. Hey, he came with your bloodline. He came as a human nature. He came as a human being. He was born by Virgin Mary. He under, uh, I mean, he walked on this earth. He went through all the things. He suffered everything that we had to suffer. And he faced it at a certain point. It was difficult for him to say yes, but he was strengthened to face it. He died and went to the grave. He went to the grave. He went to the grave and spoke to the devil. I have paid a price. Come on, listen to me. I have paid a price. Now give me back that dominion. And when he came out, he said, All powers in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. All powers in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Whosoever believes in him. Whosoever. 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 I love this kinsman redeemer. I love this kinsman redeemer. He was the best kinsman redeemer. He was the worthiest. The best fit. The best fit. Hey, he was he was human like you, but yet not corrupted. He was human like you, but yet he had lived this earth, but yet without sin. No compromise. He was obedient even unto the cross. He was tempted like every person, but yet not subjected himself to the temptation. So when the time was come, and they checked the quality of the blood, they saw that it was better than what they were even looking for. He paid it and paid it over. He paid it and paid it over. He overpaid. He overpaid to redeem you. He overpaid to redeem you. Your life would have been a waste. Your life would have been a waste, beloved. Your life would have been a waste. For God so loved the world. I like it. Now I understand the scripture so well. For God so loved the world. The world that he sat down and said, let's make man in our own image. And likeness. 
a likeness he loved it he never wanted to lose it he never wanted to lose it so he sent forth his son he said whosoever whether you're a muslim whether you are a chinese whether you are an akan whether you are an english person whosoever whether you are a woman whosoever for god so loved the world for god so loved the world for god so loved the world and this is why this gospel must go we must tell them that he has paid it there is nothing to owe there is nothing to owe he said the first adam is from the earth earthy he was made of dust the second man christ the lord is from heaven he's the second man he became a man yet he was from heaven he was from heaven he didn't come in as god he died as a man he died as a man now listen to the scripture hebrews chapter 2 the verse number 14 to 15. Hmm. he said therefore i'm reading from the amplified version therefore since these his children share in flesh and blood and physical nature of mankind he himself in a similar manner also shared in the same physical nature but without sin imagine i said one master spirit of bad and so soon that only me no terminate and say oh no not bonnie in your without what sin so that through experiencing death he might make powerless ineffective impotent him who had the power of death that is the devil and that he might free all somebody shout and say i'm free, I'm free. shout and say i'm free. I'm free that he might free all those who through the hunting of fear fear of death were held in slavery throughout their life this is how he became our kinsman redeemer by taking on our nature to be one of us he also took our place in death he took our nature took our place in death and then also he paid to free us from bondage by paying and exceedingly paying the price and then he also he, he, because because god had to redeem his image the price to pay had to be equal to his image because you were the image of god so if he has to redeem you i have to pay something as valuable as the house so if you were the image of god then it needed an image of god to redeem you Took an image of God, Akosia, to bring you out. Redemption is not a joke. 
to bring you back to the family. Just to reinstate you. Just to reinstate you. Just to reinstate you. So by the time Satan realized, the devil realized, he's lost it. He's holding what he cannot handle. He's lost it. See, my redemption is worth the blood of Jesus. Because the life of the flesh is in the blood. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, let me ask you this question. Now, think. I want you to think. We are closing. We are closing. I have stuff to talk about, but I just want, I just want to. <laughs> I just want us to close on this. Let, let's just close on this. What have you been reading from now? Think about it. He redeemed you. What have you been redeemed from? Now, when you were taken captive, what were you taken captive into? Now you are redeemed. What have you been redeemed from? The bank that holds the documents of my house as collateral, if I pay it off, can still they have documents of my house? If they keep even a copy, I sue them. If they do anything to make me uncomfortable in that house after I have redeemed it, I put them in an order they will never be happy forever in their life. Think about it. You became a subject to demons. You became a subject to angels. You became a subject to nature. You became a subject to, I mean, witches and wizards. Now you are redeemed. Now who is your subject? Think about it. You dare not step out there and fear any witch any longer. You dare not step up there and fear. That is why I'm not scared about any demon. I don't waste my time. If you watch me when I'm ministering, I don't waste my time on demons. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Ah. <laughs> now, if you have this, how do you find yourself in sickness and diseases? Why do you bring yourself to that point? Revelation must bring the revolution. The whole thing must change with you. It must not be the same again. You are redeemed. I'm redeemed. I said you are redeemed. redeemed. Number one, you are redeemed from sin. You are redeemed from sin. Can I tell you something? I realized that Jesus is concerned <laughs> It's not against the sins you commit. Listen to me. It's not against the sins you commit. But it is against the nature of sin that dominated you. He dealt with the nature of sin so that you can handle these other ones. Do you know that Jesus doesn't waste his time? 
talking to you and then okay you should not and uh, and uh, the only time you see the bible emphasizing plenty and you now now for you should not fornicate and do this and that and, and this was when the law was being given after the law <laughs> they caught a woman took him said we caught him red-handed he didn't mind them all they preach plenty human beings there are churches like that when they catch one man they want the whole world to know ah come here oh Today we are going to boss saying, look at this one. Oh, she will be caught here. She was doing this thing. Yeah, but not saying that. I saw the no sabre nebe say you money in ah. Jesus' head was down. I said, when you're born in Dano, only can two born. We try no be a court. I said, neither do I condemn you. Go. Why? Because I have finished with the nature of death. Now you have control to determine whether you are for for you are going to serve sin or you are not going to serve it. That is not his business. It's your business. It's your choice. You have the power to say no. I say you have the power to say no. Because he's no longer your master. You have been redeemed. You have been redeemed. Even that one cried, there's a solution to it. The Bible says that's with fellowship. We are being cleansed from everything. So if we confess, if we confess, he forgives us and cleanses us from all other. So there are systems that even take care of those things. That we have to take, I mean, engage them. We are redeemed from sin. Say I'm redeemed from sin. Shout it. Say I'm redeemed from sin. That can be justified from Ephesians 1.7. And then you are also redeemed from the power of darkness. I say you are redeemed from what? You are redeemed from what? Colossians 1, 13 to 14. Oh, Holy Spirit. I wish I have a lot of time. Colossians 1, 13 to 14, please. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Is that who had delivered us from the power of darkness? And are translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In whom we have redemption through his blood. This is what has happened. So any act. Listen to me very very careful. You can shout on that arm robber. In the name of Jesus. I cast that spirit out of you. As long as you are conscious of this. Because that act is coming from the power of darkness. An arm robber went to attack Papa Benz in the house. Sometimes when we talk about them, sometimes I wish it could be normal Christians. But when they are bishops and those, we think that because they are bishops. He was holding Gideon's Bible, that blue, blue, small Bible. He was there, he was told that arm robbers have come to their house. He came out. Hey, my friend, okay, whatever, lie down. He said, lie down here before you. Are you my Lord and Savior? What do you mean? We will finish you right now. You know what he told them? He said, finish shooting. When you finish, I shoot my own. They clocked the gun. He wasn't shooting. The bullet was not coming out. Then he asked them, can I shoot my own? Then the armor started running away. They started running away. Babalola was traveling. Got to a very dangerous place in Nigeria. Uh, one of the stretches in Nigeria. And armor stopped him. And we were trying to harass them. Do you know what he said? He said, angels, shape them. Before the Arabs could say Jack, they were being beaten by unseen, unseen kings. Unseen kings. 
there is a dimension. You see, it is our realm. It's our place of life. It's our place of life. It's our place of life. We have been delivered from darkness. It's there. Colossians is there. He said, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of what? Of sin. The verse number 13, look at what he said. Take me back to 13. He said, who had delivered us from which one? Who has delivered us from which one? What else do you want to know? We've been delivered from the power of darkness. We've been delivered from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So we are royals. That is why I'm telling you that you were not just saved, you were redeemed. Because if you were saved, Kopatan Tokani, we in Kojahokoi, but we are trained to run in the Nimu Mabayahi, part of the kingdom. He didn't leave you there. There is much to learn, there is much for us to know. And then finally, you have been redeemed from the curse of the law. And I love that. Say, this hands of mine. Whatever it finds doing shall prosper. God told them, He said, The earth is cursed for your sake. Because of what Adam did, the earth is cursed for your sake. Now, He says that you have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Let me show it from scripture for you. Galatians 3. The verse number 13 to 14. All of us will read it. Let it go. No, it's not. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, you're, you're not reading like you really understand what we are talking about. You're not excited about what I'm teaching. Me, I'm, I'm happy. I'm so exci- I was so excited. I told him I'm, I told him I was going to preach. But once I was steady, I said, no, I need to share this. I need to share this. Because it will boost your faith. Let's read it. Ready? Go. Did he hang on the tree? Did he hang on the tree? So he has been cursed for us. From the curse of the law, listen to me. Because of you, any cursed land, when this feet of yours step there, it shall receive blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, The earth is cursed for your sake, it is cursed for your sake. But by reason of redemption, by reason of the redemption, whatever you do will prosper, it will succeed in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare a decree not because I'm anointed but because Christ has done it because he cannot lie because he cannot lie unto himself because he's faithful and what he has said is true that you have been delivered from the curse of the law my hands are blessed my hands are blessed my businesses are blessed my family is blessed my body is blessed I'm no longer in a curse. I live a healthy life. I'm blessed beyond curse. Whatever I touch, it prospers. In the name of Jesus, I am the redeemed of the Lord. My value is his life. 
beloved the glorious the glorious news that kills this whole thing is that your redemption is eternal Your redemption is eternal. Your redemption is eternal. I say it is eternal. Your redemption is eternal. It is not ending today, tomorrow, the next day. Your redemption is eternal. Rejoice. Be happy. Be happy always. Knowing very well that you are the redeemed of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are the redeemed of the Lord. When we make noise, when we shout, we know why we shout. We know why we praise God. When we say, give the Lord a shout, it's not because we want the place to be excited. It's because we know who we are. It's because we understand it. Because we understand it. Lucky, are you not happy to hear this? You are redeemed. It's eternal. When we talk about eternalness, it, it means that it is done in Christ. And whatever is done in Christ cannot be undone. It can never be undone. When we say something is eternal, it's not in just in, in its longevity. It is it in its nature. It's it in divine nature. Eternalness means divine nature. It is God that has eternal life. That means that God's kinds of life. Not long life. God doesn't have long life. I say God doesn't have what? The moment you say God has long life, it means that the life shall inspire one day, just that it is long. God has eternal life. It's a kind of life, timeless life. We can't even say timeless life. That's what we talk about. And your redemption is eternal. Your redemption is eternal. That's it, the call for worship. That's it, the call for praise. That's it, the call for adoration. That's it, the call for worship and adoration. That's it, the call for praise and adoration. It's eternal. Your redemption is eternal. You are redeemed from sin. You are redeemed from the power of darkness. You are redeemed from curse. You can't tell me you cannot think right. No. No, 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 no. It's not. It's the, you are being lied. You are, you are believing a lie. You are believing a lie that you cannot do it. He has paid it. You are, you are more than able to do exceedingly. You are more than able. You think like God. You have the mind of Christ. Yes, yes, yes. Don't keep your mouth shut. Open your mouth and begin to speak it out. Open your mouth and begin to speak it out. Speak it out. Celebrate him. 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 Oh Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We celebrate you. We appreciate you. We glorify your name, oh God. You are mighty. Thank you for your love. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for redemption. Thank you for redemption. Thank you for all that redemption brings us. Thank you for delivering us from the power of darkness. Thank you for delivering us from sin. Thank you for delivering us from the, from the curse of this life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this understanding. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are bold. That is why you said the righteous shall be bold as a lion. The righteous shall be bold. We are not, we are not to be pitied. No. We are not to be pitied. I am not to be pitied. I am not to be pitied. Yes, Lord. Thank you for what you have done. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Don't wait for anybody. Don't wait for a song. Just lift your voice. Just do it. 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 Worship him in your own way. Worship him in your own way. Shut alakata labrasukata. Shendedarasukataya. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Radosh. We give you praise. 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 Now tell me what can harass you from today. What should be that thing that should harass you? Nothing should harass you. You are too redeemed. Nothing should let you be pitied. No way. He brought you into his realm to make you his family. He became like you. He bore your blood. He took on your nature so that he can become your kinsman redeemer and then walked in and paid it and paid with his life he paid with his life because you are in his image and he needed to redeem that image he had to redeem that image oh thank you lord now this is the word of grace now when you understand this word of grace why would you sin why would you love sin why would you love sin I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice <laughs> to worship you, oh my soul, rejoice. My King, in what you screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.